And I'm Dan. It's after work. We're talking about the things we do after work. Yeah, not that boring stuff in the middle of the day. You know, like, uh, oh, it's been so long, Dan. Oh. Middles of the days have been rampant as of late. It's true. Anyways, that's from my work podcast. Hey, Dan. Hey. Welcome back. Thanks. Yeah, so I think, I assume everybody's heard by now, but uh, my father passed away a couple weeks ago, and so we took a couple weeks off. We luckily, we were able to have him on the podcast a couple of times, so we mm-hmm. got to repost those episodes. It was it was nice to nice to hear that, um, but. That, that was, uh, yeah, having this podcast, having this podcast and having your dad over. And that was really cool that we had. I mean, that was three years ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. And yeah, fun times. I forgot how funny you are sometimes, Dan. Mm. And your dad. Mm. He's a funny guy. Yeah. So now, now we're back. And we're back, and you were on vacation. A bunch of stuff's happened. Oh, but, so much stuff. But you guys will never know about that, or maybe it'll pop back into your head, Dan, and we'll bring it up here. There's tons of stuff happened to me, but I don't know what happened this last week. Just turns out this podcast was good at keeping information. There's going to be a, a dark spot where nothing happened. Right. I guess that's going to be good, maybe. It's fine. It can't all be podcasts. Um... Hey Dan, we got some emails. All right, so we, we're we got a backlog, obviously, because it's been a while. But I hope there's some spam in that email. <sighs> Probably, definitely there. Anything is. from Nintendo? Because I used I uh, used that Gmail account. I moved that stuff to somewhere else. Oh, no, trash! Sorry, you gotta tell me if there's any sweet deals on uh, Nintendo games coming out here. So let's pass that along to all our friend, all our listeners. Google wants us to strengthen the security of your... Okay, Andy. Hey, Andy. Sorry it's been so long since we didn't read this email almost a month ago. Gentlemen, I'm sorry to have to correct you on your own podcast, Dan, but never there. Yeah. Never there. The third track on Cake's You're 1998 never album titled there. Prolong the Magic. You're oh, we're talking never, about. Never, 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 never there. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't know why I said Weezer. I'm dumb. So, uh, while we're talking about music, did I tell you about the playlist? My brother and I collaborated on a Spotify playlist to play for my oldest daughter. On the way back from college, it was originally entitled Driving Music, but has since been renamed Music for Middle-Aged White Guys. Yeah. Do either of you have any suggestions? I have a fully, nope, sorry. I have a truly horrific singing voice, but I will gladly sing along to songs I know while I'm driving. It's a horrible experience for any passengers, but... Uh, I put Ario Speedwagon's Keep On Loving You so that I could serenade my wife, <laughs> but she was sleeping when it came up. You got to wake her up for in situations like that. Eh, 
Three weeks until she goes back to college, and if you thought North Carolina was a long way off, just wait till you hear where she's going to be this spring. Andy. Well, I'm sorry I I misattributed an uh, excellent cake song to Weezer. Yeah, uh, in my head, they're both the same band, in my head. Speaking of in my head, that's a good one for the music for middle-aged white men, you know, Zombie by Cranberries. Uh, yep. What's a, yeah, man, it's just like 90s, what, Snoop Dogg, you know? Sure. You got your Snoop Dogg. You just put the whole Doggy Style album on there. That's a classic. Uh, what else you got, Dan? Us middle-aged white fellas. It's, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I got a lot of music taste, but when you put me on the spot like that, I don't know. I'm a big Weezer fan. I like cake. I like... You know, older... You didn't like cake, Dan. I thought you were more of a pie fan. (laughs) (laughs) No. Comfort Eagle? Huh? Comfort Eagle. Comfort Eagle? Short skirt, long jacket? The long... Jacket. Jacket. I, uh... I... I like that Comfort Eagle song, but apparently it doesn't exist in the world of karaoke. Hmm. I asked for it, and they're like, no. Well, now that you're the karaoke man. No, but it doesn't exist. Well, now that you have the ability to make videos. You can't make karaoke. Well, I mean, I make a karaoke track. never tried, but, uh, no. I feel like with Google, I feel like Google should just have, I mean, a way to do, like, any song as a karaoke track now. Yeah, it's, it's hard to say. Get on that, Mr. Google. Okay, back to emails. We've got another one from Andy. Um, it's in response to uh, Wingspan. 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 Well, it was it's a game, game that I... A board game that you love. That I played and it gave a hefty, review of. Hefty review. Gentlemen, when Dan comes to New York, for karaoke, of course. Karaoke. I think he's got enough to bring already with, with what the karaoke gear and whatnot. He definitely doesn't need to bring Wingspan because I already have it. Yes. You're not going to find a non-American birds. Uh, what do you say? You're not, you're not going to find non-American birds in the base game. But there are two expansions if you want to play with emus and penguins. Okay. See, I didn't even realize that how they get you. it was only America. There's so many birds. Uh, cocktail talk. Here we go. I tried to replicate a couple of beverages from the Star Wars-themed bar at Disney. Jedi Mind Trick, which is 1.5 ounces Kettle One Botanical Grapefruit Rose Vodka. Sounds gross. Oh, sorry. Uh, 1.5 ounces is that weird vodka. Rose Vodka. Grapefruit Rose. Uh, 0.5 ounces Velvet Falernum? Yep, that's it, Falernum. Classic (laughs) drink. 0.5 ounces white grape juice, 0.5 ounces lime juice, one teaspoon blue curacao, or do you say caraca, or anyway. I say the stuff that's in a AMF, Uh the blue stuff. Grapefruit bitters. Hmm. Okay. 
It's my wife's favorite. I can appreciate it, but it's too sweet for me. So that falernum must be real sweet. What was the name of the drink? Jedi Mind Trick. Uh, this might not work with the Jedi Mind Trick, but if... This I, is not the drink for you. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> A friend of mine had the Death Star Ice Cube Maker. I got one of those. You got one of those? Maybe you're that friend. I'm that friend. A friend of mine. <laughs> Do you ever make it? Does it make two? Just one. Just makes one at a time? Yeah, and it looks mediocre. Okay. Is it like unfinished? It's like a... No. Cracks in it? No, it's two pieces of plastic that you kind of put together and then you pour the water in a hole in the top. Mm-hmm. It's just fine. It's just fine. It won't work for Jedi Mind Trick, but what will it work for, Dan? The Death Star. What if there was a Death Star drink? What, what if would there be was in another it? drink called Jet Juice? Jet Juice, two ounces bourbon. All right, I like where this okay. is going. So far, so okay. good. 0.5 ounce Ancho Reyes chili liqueur. Mm. Okay. Uh, 0.5 ounce pomegranate liqueur. 0.5 ounce white grape juice. 0.5 ounce lemon juice. This is more my speed. The Ancho Reyes adds a little bit of heat to offset the sweetness of the pomegranate and the grape. And it's a lovely color. Ooh, I wonder what color it is. Well, there's no way to know, but probably some sort of pinky red because it's got pomegranate juice. Okay. But it's also got bourbon, so... Brownish. Reddish brown. Probably looks like gasoline. Oh, yeah. It's called jet juice, so... Hi, there you go. Well, thank you, Andy. Appreciate you ever, it. You ever make a drink and then put some uh, dry ice in there so it smokes? So no. bubbles and smokes? But uh, my when I was a young man, my dad used to bring dry ice home every once in a while from, from the place that we... Well, can we talk about it? Anyway, from work. From his work. And uh, for after work preference. Members of after work do and have, have a job. I did have jobs. Yeah. Um... So he was, uh, he was like a, an airplane mechanic, and I guess they used dry ice to freeze parts so that they could, th like, shrink ball bearings and fit them in holes. Mm -hmm. And so he'd bring this dry ice home, and then we could just play with it in the kitchen sink. You know, make bubbles and smoke and all sorts of cool stuff. I remember someone having one on their porch on Halloween, like in a cauldron. And, of course, for dry ice bombs, but we don't like to talk about that. You know, after 9-11, not cool anymore. Yeah, uh, you gotta f there's some things, like, you want to get a bearing, yeah, wheel bearing in. I remember you hit, you freeze something and then hit the other side with a torch so it makes it bigger. Okay. And then you can push them together real quick or easier or something. Real, real quicker. <sighs> you burn your hand a little. But it's worth uh, it. All right. We got more emails. You got another email. Hi, After Work with Dan and Brooks! Exclamation point. My name is Nazar. My team at Gales.fm is developing cool stuff for podcasters. Okay. We've checked your content and it looks like it's awesome. So clearly they looked at it. I think we got a fan, man. Have you ever felt like you don't get enough engagement from your audience? No. We get plenty. Are you making efforts to form a community around your podcast? Yeah. We got Andy. 
we have a nice solution. Our service, Gales.fm, is aimed to unite your listeners from Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other platform in one place to develop more feedback, interaction, and let them create self-growing community powered with such tools as episode threads, voice and text comments, and emoji. It's if... It sounds like something you need. Visit our fun website for what? details. I didn't know it was going to be fun. Anyway. Anyways, uh, not interested. No, thank you. The best part about, like, uh, listener feedback or, like, interaction with your listeners. If they know your name. After Work Podcast with Dan and Brooks. <laughs> Dear After Work Podcast with Dan and Brooks. Uh, the best part is... You want to get, like, a certain percentage of your listeners, like, interacting with you. Yeah. Like, 5% would be amazing. And that's what we have. And we Maybe get, like, even more. 8% with, yeah. with an email from Andy every week. That's right. So we're doing great, man. Our percentage is very high. Unless, yeah. Yeah. Just don't look at the number before. Sure, no. What the percentage means. Okay. Hey. More emails. This, this is from Alex San Filippo. I'm going to say your full name, sir. Jeez. Maybe if I can call you, sir. Hey. Alex could be a female's name. I just saw After Work with Dan and Brooks in the related shows section on Apple Podcast app, which made me want to reach out to you again about collaborating. This guy reached out before. I think I remember this. I've got a few win win ideas, and the main one being Pod Match. <laughs> Podmatch helps you show helps your show by finding you great guests and instantly monetizing your podcast. Um, monetize to keep this it. email short. I recorded a quick video that it, should we let him talk? Yeah, let's let him talk. All right, I'll let him talk. This is cool, right, listeners? in the email uh first of which is what is podmatch it is a service that automatically connects all right no that's enough okay sorry we're not gonna be able to do that i'm um, very upset about all the uh people trying to make money off of other people uh by tricking them into doing things and like you know hey look at me i'm a dude and i can get you this and that i'm like no you can't and stop bothering me you can't get me that because uh, I don't have 20 listeners. <laughs> when we get up to 20, dude, it's going to be a milestone. <laughs> Big day. We'll break that number one of these days. So, if nope. you do want to get in contact with us, afterworkpod at gmail.com. As That's you, how you do. As you can see, we read, Dan reads all the emails. You won't get in. left out. I can almost guarantee If you it. have something to sell us, we'll even read it. He's starting Maybe. up a... Uh, I don't necessarily read every single one of those. You skip, Sometimes. You skipping things, man? Sometimes. You want to um, promote your, your swag? You got a festival coming up? Perhaps, uh, I don't know, some happens in September, but it's called October. <laughs> festival. Uh, and you want to promote it on this podcast? You know, email the show, afterworkpod.gmail.com. Yeah. So, uh, you remember what happened this last weekend? Barely. Oh, man. Yeah, I know, right? Ooh. It was whiskey night. Whiskey night. The whiskey like, night. What? It's been a couple. 12th, and 12th quarter triannual whiskey night. Uh, we could have looked. 
No. We've been doing it for about four years now. We started in 2019. Uh, no, we started in 2020. Did we? Yes. We just looked, remember? Been doing it for about two years now. Hey, you vamp. <laughs> oh, man, I feel like we've been doing it longer than that. Here, you talk about So what so, whiskeys? Uh, it was a no rules just right. We got tired of... The theme? We got tired of... Uh, of these themes. Theme was no rules just right. So because in the past I've said, hey, we should do this kind of whiskey. And then some people get confused because they don't know what to bring. Mm-hmm. Um, but I took pictures this time of all the different whiskeys that people brought. And uh, I can list off some of them here. Okay. Let's see. We got a Basil Hayden. That's been that's been a... Uh, Basil Hayden is just a classic classic at a lot of our whiskey nights we have a jefferson's reserve okay okay what was the jefferson's reserve i forgot what that was it is the, the little oh the round. roundy round bottle like it looks like a square but it's round we have heaven's door which is a celebrity whiskey Ooh, the uh, uh that guy the uh that guy the guy that sang uh okay. mm, that one. Knock, 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 knock. no no, well, he sang that song. That guy. What? That guy. I don't even know what song that was. Yeah, so he's not the best celebrity, you know. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is a, you know, the dude that just sold his... Bob Dylan? Bob Dylan. And of course, I was doing a perfect Bob Dylan impression, man. We have two different Elijah Craig's, the standard Elijah Craig small batch and Elijah Craig uh, private barrel. Ooh. Was a one of one of our one of our people got in on a a barrel pick of this specific one, and that was probably the best one of the night, maybe. Um, I brought an old Forrester single barrel barrel pick, another barrel pick also. And, uh, you at my behest brought high West campfire whiskey. That was another big hit. And, uh, to prove you wrong for when you thought we started doing whiskey night, it was January 26, 2019. Oh, 19. The original three founders, mm-hmm. you, David, and I. Yeah. The three of us. And there's our three bottles right at the end of the There we the are. Lineup. I always like to look at pictures and be like, man, phone quality was terrible like three years ago. Video, like the uh, picture quality. Yeah. Every phone, does it just like adjust the old pictures and make the old worse? pictures look worse? So you feel like the new camera's better? Yeah. Okay. And it also, when the new phone comes out, it slows the old ones all slow down. Yep. They get an update that says, you're not as good anymore. You aren't as good. So, so David from Whiskey Night, our buddy David, mm-hmm. has been really wanting this campfire whiskey. Yes. He's and it was his birthday recently. It was his birthday recently. And so for his birthday, <laughs> I bought some campfire whiskey because you found out what liquor store had it. I went and bought it. I gave him a taste. Yeah. And then I took the bottle home with me. For his birthday, you bought it for yourself. I bought <laughs> I forgot it was his birthday. Oh, yeah, wasn't it? Hmm. But that was a uh, tasty whiskey 
from the great state of Utah. Yeah, it's a mix of bourbon, rye, and scotch. So it's a little smoky from the smoky scotch. I think I have like most of my whiskeys that I drink are bourbons and some ryes. But I have three bottles, well, two bottles. Scotchy, scotch, scotch. That are smoky ones. Well, that top one's not smoky, is it? Well, it's a scotch. This first top one's a scotch not, here. Not all scotch is smoky, Brooks. Well, it seemed like it was kind of... Anyways, and then I have this McCarthy's whiskey, which is a... Uh, American single malt. American single malt, but it's also smoky. Peated. 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 And, and then now this uh, campfire that I will have, you know, the last little bit of the bottle, I will add to this collection of smoky whiskeys. Yeah. Just in case somebody that likes smoky things comes over. Sure. They can drink that. But that, uh, yeah, that was pretty good. That, that, uh, and the turnout was great. It was fun hanging out with everybody. Yep. I came over to your house early with my wife. She dropped me off. We had some barbecue chicken. What was the deal with that chicken, Dan? Oh, that's right. And you said, I'm sorry, everybody, but my smokers, my smokers down. Oh, my smoker was. It's not broken. It was just not cycling right. It froze right in the middle. So I just had to move the chicken into the oven mm-hmm. so I could just keep it going. Um, but I took some chicken like quarters and uh, bone in breast pieces and stuff. And I put a rub on them and then I made a glaze, a bourbon orangey glaze Mm. that was also a dipping sauce and uh i think it was a pretty big hit yeah i used i'm (laughs) drinking that same bourbon like with the chicken Uh, they paired well together man it was a 14 year old barrel barrel proof whiskey why did you use that just because it was the closest it was it was one of the cheaper bottles that i had okay I I ran out of cheap whiskey. Mm-hmm. So. You got to stock up on some of that cheap whiskey. I know I do. But it always, that's the one that gets drunk first because I'm frugal. You know, you don't want to buy, you don't want to drink all your 70 and $80 whiskey right away, right? So do you pour yourself, if you're having whiskey, okay. do you, uh, do you have like a half a shot of a spent, expensive one or a half a pour and then another pour of a cheaper bottle nope when you're at home if i'm drinking whiskey and i choose the nicer one i'll pour myself some of it just like i normally would and then if i want more i'll pour some more of it okay i'll just stick with it sometimes i'll bounce around because i want to try different things Mm -hmm. but i don't i don't like drink whiskey every night yeah so i don't run through it that fast Especially if you have like 30 bottles, you just might have a few bottles. One pour. It's a secret shame of yours. Dan (laughs) won't let us see how many bottles he has at his house. It's like, I got got one of those. (laughs) Let me go get it. No, stay down here. Don't you come look. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's fun hanging out with everybody. Uh, Do we decide on what next whiskey club, whiskey night is going to be for, for drinking? No theme yet, but we got a date. We got a be date. October eighth. I should put that in the calendar. I texted it out to everybody, but it was in the middle of the night, and it might have got buried. I believe I'm on vacation that week, 
following that. Okay. So I can go hard and heavy. <laughs> Excellent. And wake up Wednesday afternoon. Yep. That's the day before my birthday, so I might turn it into a celebration day. Oh. We'll see. Okay. We'll see what happens. Okay. You're just trying to make us, you know, bring some bo- birthday bottles. Is that what you're trying to do? No. You trickster. No. Also, I somebody brought a, uh, what was that whiskey that was brought to whiskey night? A new count, a newcomer showed up to whiskey night. He was there for half the time and took off. Mm. And he brought a Huckleberry. No, uh, it's a Marionberry. Marionberry whiskey, mm-hmm. which nobody seemed to like. Well, it it was the last thing that we had. It was yeah. It was like after everything, and we saved that for last. It was very different from whiskey. So. Yeah, we tried tough. mixing it. We tried mixing it with some ice cream. I mixed it with little. ice cream. It was pretty good in a Glencairn. I, I think I like my Marion berries to be sweet, not with whiskey. Like if that was a Marion berry liqueur, yeah, then it would have went great with uh, the ice cream, right? But it was just like whiskey and ice cream for me, so it kind of ruined the ice cream. Mm. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But of course, I mean, I finished it. I mean, yeah, of course I did too. But turns out all you got to do is turn that into a mixed drink. You use that Mary. So I I took it home. Everybody was disgusted with it. And I said, I'll jump on this grenade. I'll save us all from this and take it home. Uh, Or I just. Yeah, he left it for me. But um, the the one problem that I have is a lot of people, for various reasons, will bring bottles of alcohol to my house and leave them. But people tend to bring esoteric things like, you know, Marionberry flavored whiskey or, you know, lemon vodka or grapefruit gin, you know, Mm -hmm. because you need all these things. And eventually I run out of bottle space for bottles of flavored, you know, peach this and huckleberry that and. So, I I have fatigue for flavored flavored liquor drinks. Yeah, anytime I, you want to just triple sec. sec. That's about the only one I need. Anytime you oh so, my wife took some of that Marionberry whiskey, added some blackberry bubbly water. Oh, that sounds good. And then a splash of triple sec to give it a little bit of sweetness it was a fine drink excellent i don't know if i talked about this the last time i was on the podcast but i made a non-alcoholic drink i don't think so it uh i made a syrup from pomegranate juice so i bought some real you know 100 percent pomegranate juice and i made a simple syrup from the pomegranate juice so one part sugar, one part juice. Probably could have gone two parts sugar, but whatever, it's done. And then I mixed that. I made an Italian soda. Oh, pomegranate flavored Italian soda. Nice. And when you make Italian soda with flavored bubbly water, the flavor of the bubbly water makes a big difference. So black cherry bubbly water with pomegranate simple syrup pump and you know mm-hmm. that was a very delicious italian soda 
You know, you put half and half in it. Mm-hmm. I remember drinking so good. The heck, I drank the heck out of some some Italian sodas. You watch your mouth. <laughs> Sorry, I drank I drank so much Italian soda back when I was learned what Italian soda was. My my older brother found himself at a found himself at a place that had Italian sodas, and I could just get them for free. Yeah, it turns out they're easy to make. And turns out I thought they were like, and my mom was like, hey, yeah, you can have an Italian soda, not a a Coca-Cola. So it, it made it into the like healthy realm of drinks. It's not healthy. But it's the exact same as a soda. It's just sugar water. With milk product. With milk in product it. added as well. But somehow it made it in the range. That was like when I I used to, my mom would buy me. These balance bars, they were like protein bars. Gross. Those are for old people that need bone health. Well, my bones are so healthy. But they're pretty much candy bars. Yep. They are pretty much candy bars. And she would buy them by the case and I would eat, you know, three or four a day. And they were so delicious. But it was like, (laughs) she's like, here's these things for you. It's, you know, it's a balance. It's good for you or whatever. Because you were overweight as a child. No, it's a a Snickers bar. All right. Anything to get me eating. And if it was in the healthy realm. Wow. If they sold it at Nature's. Wow. It was healthy. In my mind. Yeah. So that was fun, fun whiskey night. No, it's time. The little thing we like to call around the house. So I did a little project at my mom's house. Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother was staying with her for a while, and right before he left, he said, You know, you really need to get mom some cameras. And I thought to myself, why don't you get her cameras? But uh, then I got her a camera. Um, I got a, like a ring video doorbell. Mm-hmm. And I took it over there to install it. Um, you know, they have a wired doorbell. So I figured I could just hook it right up. Like I I put in my my video doorbell, had wires and just. Was there like two wires coming out? For yeah. Power? It's, it's like. There, there's step down voltage wires that go to the doorbell, mm-hmm. but so I plugged this in, hooked it all up, got it all connected, and then I tried to log into the to the thing to get it set up, and it kept disconnecting and disconnecting and disconnecting, and it wouldn't work. And I got real frustrated, and I was looking some stuff up about why this wouldn't work, and everybody's like, "Well, it turns out." If it's not working for you, it's probably because the voltage is wrong. Oh, said, oh, that doesn't sound good at all. So did you get your voltometer out? I did. I did. I got a voltometer out and I put put the leads on there, and it says uh, it's uh, running fourteen volts, which means it's running twelve volts, and it needed sixteen to twenty four. Hmm. So I. Was this all via YouTube help? Or well, th- at that point, sleuthing? I looked up how to change a transformer or, yeah. Anyway, so it turns out it's not that hard. And drove with my mom down to Lowe's and grabbed a new transformer, 
which only costs thirty dollars. Nice. Uh, it shouldn't cost that much money, but Transformers robots in disguise. Yeah. And then I we we had to find where this was in the house because it's not necessarily anywhere specific. Mm-hmm. It wasn't by the doorbell chime. I can tell you that. That's where you looked first. It wasn't by the doorbell. It was not by the circuit breaker. Mm-hmm. It was in this random spot bolted to the rafters down in the basement. And uh, we found it. And um, it looked to be, you know, 70 years old <laughs> with some really not great looking wires coming out of it. But luckily those wires are low voltage, so it's probably fine. Super low, like the braided. Well, they were 12. Now they're 16 volts. Okay. <laughs> yes, but braided. Like uh, stuff that's probably asbestos. Don't breathe in while I you're... I tried just... not to breathe it in while I'm Eat standing it. on a chair, but kinking my head sideways because I'm too tall to be on the chair, but too short to be on the ground. Mm-hmm. The worst. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, so pretty much I just had to unhook the old wires and hook up the new wires and uh, look up real quick online which color is power, ground, and neutral. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then hope that the wires that were hooked up before the the color markings on there were correct. (laughs) (laughs) And it didn't explode when I... When I hooked it up, so... And the new doorbell didn't explode either? And Nothing exploded. Yet. Yet. I didn't... No, the doorbell wasn't hooked up when I did this. Okay. I I tested the leads after I did it, before I hooked up the doorbell. Um, Yeah, so... And also, there was a secondary uh, bell, like doorbell bell, down in the basement that just kept going off after I... You have to hook up a thing in line with the doorbell to like send special power to the ring doorbell. Um, but the chime, I, I shouldn't call it a bell. It's a chime. A secondary bell? There was down a secondary in the chime in the basement. Yeah. I unhooked that because it just kept going off. So, and my mom said she did not need that <laughs> the in the basement. Chime. Yeah. Um, yeah, got that all hooked up, tested the the wires at the doorbell and it read 18 volts. And I was like, Perfect. yes, for some reason is power always like two volts over what it says it's rated at mm. because this transformer that I got, it said it's got three, three whole like screws that you can screw the wires to. And it says, if you hook it up to these two, it's 24. If you hook it up to these two, it's 16. If you hook it up to these two, it's eight or 12 or whatever. But anyway. Bingo, bango. You got that doorbell hooked up. Got 18 volts. Plug that thing in. Hooked up right away. No trouble. Synced, uh, you were saying you were getting it on some screen that she has at her house, an Alexa screen or something? She, yes. She has one of the, like an eight inch Amazon Echo screen. Can you also see it from your phone? Like I can. You, have, uh, you want to look, look at her front porch right now? On her porch. Let's see. It's right like, <laughs> like a guy in a Freddy mask and a machete oh. there. Hey, no. 
Well, that'd be you. Look, look, there's her porch. Wow, it's a nice looking porch. That was two seconds ago. Apparently, when you open the app, it takes a snapshot. Oh, cool. I don't even have to click on it. Uh, but yeah, so you can see it's a pretty good view. Yeah. I hooked it up with a little angle adapter so it kind of points toward the stairs. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I said, you know, if you like this, uh, I can put in another camera slash, you know, security light thing by the back door. And I looked, and there's a real nice, like, light bulb fixture right there. So it's already got power run to it and everything. Don't they have ones you just like pretty much screw right into the light and it's mounted right there in the... Yeah. It's but that easy? Not not the ring one. Wow. This is, this is ring. So it's the same brand. She's got all the Amazon stuff. She's got like a Fire TV and a Alexa thingy. And a, the Fire TV? Can you pull up the ring on there? I believe so. Wow. It should. Yeah. I'll work with that. Um, Scarface in that movie, Scarface. He had to, I mean, I imagine he paid $100,000 for his. His surveillance. Surveillance system. So he could see it on TV. So he could see all those guys coming to try and murder him. Yeah. Uh, So it turns out it's a lot easier now. You know. Um, Yeah. So maybe I'll have another another segment where I hook this up to, uh, you know. Like actual AC power, Ooh. which is, you know, high voltage. You can hurt yourself. I made sure to disconnect the power, uh, you know, cut the power to the thing that I was working on before I worked on it. Not the doorbell. I worked on the doorbell with the power on. Well, it's just 12, it's low voltage. It's 14 uh, volts, no big deal. So I said, it, it says in the instructions, Make sure to turn the breaker off. And I was like, um, this is low voltage. Uh, Every once in a while, I'll go up to some friend of mine's house, you know, up on somebody or just a person's porch. Sometimes I walk up onto people's porches and uh, and like their doorbell is disconnected and there's just two wires. You touch them together? And I'll push them together and I'll work. And it like I'll hear the bell ring inside the house and I bet they're out there like. What the heck's going on out there? Got a doorbell? Somebody, somebody messing with our wires out there? Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Yeah. So that was oh, a ordeal to get it done. So it was like a four-hour process. It's never as easy as you think it's going to be, man. And one trip to the, you know, home goods store. Only one. Only, only one. Not bad. Usually you start out by going think you got everything you need and then have to go back later well i came with everything i thought i needed okay so you know well dan uh it happened man back in march i ordered a beam for my side of the house bunker project i've been working on for coming up on or past two years two two and a half years now i've been working on this side of the house bunker and i got my beam after getting stood up three times back in May when they said they were going to be delivering it. Yeah, when you were going to be on vacation and home to when I was gonna tell be, them what to do. I was going to be on vacation and home. And then to, you were going to be on vacation again. You said, I'm getting that beam delivered. And I said, no way. They're not going to do it. I said, first I was on vacation. And then I took a day off specific to get the beam. They didn't show up. Another time, did not show up. And then they said, well, you're number one priority. And I was like, well, now... I don't need it, so hold on to it. And that was back in May. 
And here we are. Got it delivered. And it was perfect. I had two of my brothers and uh, my friend that lives up the street came and hung out. Of course, you know, they said it was going to be here at 10, 12, 15. They were, so the four of us are just standing around for two hours. Luckily, I wasn't paying anybody. Right. But, but they were, you know, had things to do. People but got things to do. I paid them in sandwiches after we got the beam unloaded, this thing that weighs 480 pounds Ooh. and is 20 feet long. And we offloaded it from the truck, and it's sitting in my driveway. I threw a old carpet on top of it. I got some random trash that I threw on top of it to, you know, so it's going to sit there until I get, get this project rolling. But it's there. Done. And now the ball is in my brother's court for when he can help me install said beam. Does he have some mechanical piece of equipment to lift that thing up and hold it in place while it gets affixed? He's got something. They do things. Jacks. They like jack it up. Not, not like a big old crane old bulldozer or something. No. They do this Backhoe. stuff all the time. They remodel homes. Hmm. Oh dang, I can't mention it. Uh, sounds and, like work. That's yeah, it's for fun. And but while I was sitting there that day waiting for that beam and it was my vacation. I, I realized a couple months ago when there was a torrential downpour that the drain in front of my garage door is on its last leg. Yeah. I clean out that drain about every eight years or so. Right. It is a pit that's, what is it? It's about 16 inches by, by 14 inches, and it's four feet deep. And it's right in front of my garage door. And just over time, dirt and leaves and trash go down in that drain. And they just slowly fill up. Fill her up? And it got filled up all the way to the top with with mud and muck. And mm -hmm. so when there was a torrential downpour, it overflowed and like went into my garage a little bit. Not enough to cause any problems. But I got out there while I was waiting. I'm like, well, I'm here. So my brothers and whatever standing around, and I'm scooping this mucky muck out of there. And then I remembered, oh, I got a shop vac. So then I got my shop vac out, and that made quick work of it. Gross. And just sucked it out of there. So next time. Five gallons at a time? No, I, just, I was able to get it all filled up my shop vac to the... To as high as I could. To the filthy brim. To the filthy. Uh, Did you take the filter out before took the, you? Okay, I took good. The, so I took the filter out, and then I cleaned it extra. It was pretty dirty in there. It was possible. Uh, almost did some damage to the whole shop vac. That's all right. That one's, you know. Yeah, but I don't want to buy a new one. But mission accomplished. Now I'm good for uh, another eight years. Good. The guy that owned the house before was telling me how to do that and he used to just shovel it and then just dump it in the street and then just let the street you know do its magic and wash it down right wash it down so he would just we live in all a this place where certain times of the year it rains a lot mm -hmm. but i just poured it on the side of my house yeah you want to put it in the yard that's good soil it was and there was some old trash it was like half of a 
a Snickers bar in there and wrapper. That'll, that'll break down. I'm always worried because it's right underneath the the door handle. So whenever I'm using my key to get in there, I'm going to drop it. For the last 25 years, because I've been coming to this house since I was 13, when I used to mow the lawn, I'd always be like, uh, don't drop these keys. Don't yeah. drop this key. Never drop that key in there. Oh. It turns out I could easily just lift up the grate and reach in there and grab it, but I'm still worried. Yeah. Could do some damage. You don't know. There could be a crazy clown down there pull you into the sewer. and We all float down here. Yeah. Hey, Dan. Hey. You got any last words for our listeners? I think everybody should uh, find, a, find a really nice older whiskey and uh, sip it with your friends. Yeah. It's a wonderful experience. No Marion Berry required. It doesn't even have to be old, that old. I mean, no, eight, eight to twelve years old. Let's see, eight. <laughs> you can't do that joke. I like my whiskey like I like my ladies. Whoa, it's not. I go and say. Anyways, we'll see y'all next time after work. <laughs>